Today's show is sponsored by Jenny Kane. Make getting dressed the easiest part of your routine at JennyKane.com. Get 20% off your first order when you use the code REAL at checkout. That's JennyKane.com, promo code REAL. Hey guys, welcome to the Real Life Podcast, where we talk about exactly that every single week. Real life, which means some episodes might be about a fight we just had, some episodes might be about potty training since we have two toddlers, and some might be about eschatological realism because I love thinking and talking about deep theological things. And maybe we'll talk about all three of those in one episode. But we hope the show feels like hanging out in our living room with us, drinking a cup of coffee as we discuss faith and family and culture and Jesus. Me and my lovely wife, Alyssa, are your hosts, and don't hesitate to hit us up or reach out on social media to say hi or comment on this week's episode. Enjoy. How's it going, guys? I'm Jeff. I'm Alyssa. And welcome back to the Real Life Podcast, where we talk about faith, culture, (laughs) and answer your questions. Guys, we're so stoked. Advent part two, quick little 15, 20 minute episodes, two weeks in a row to try to just get you guys on the right track right before Advent. We're trying to shoot these the last couple weeks in November to make it easy on you to prepare, think about it and get in the mind right. And as you remember, we ended with the concept of epiphany. And that is a fun little thing we didn't mention with Advent that we'll talk about real quick um, and then get into just more practicals of our favorite, what our family does, et cetera. I'll let Alyssa take that. Um, but yeah, essentially, I think one of the fun parts, like you were saying, that's really cool about the season is because we're so used to in the West Christmas being like the big, big, big day. We like we we think that's like the end day of Advent, right? Now, and then the day after, I always get so depressed. I know, but what's <laughs> cool? Yeah, it's like why would we not? This is what I always talk about. We always talk about in family teams of like the cool part people don't realize about the church calendar. It's actually it's more reasons to party. It's right. not all drab and sad, <laughs> and it's actually like more parties. The Jewish, you know, the Jewish traditions are obviously in the feast. The church calendar is as well. And it's just hilarious. Like it's more parties. Why would you say no to that? But yeah, essentially, so epiphany is this fun thing. Now, it depends on what tradition you're coming through or the Orthodox, Catholic, Anglican, depending on where you're you're living and et cetera. But essentially, epiphany in short is a season after Christmas. Sometimes it starts with the feast of epiphany and after. Some people start at the day after Christmas. There's kind of different ways to to, to put it and to address it. So I won't get into that depending on the tradition. But essentially, just seeing this, this season of epiphany after Christmas. I personally like the, yeah, the day after Christmas for 12 days. And essentially what it is, is exactly what the word shows is that, you know, darkness and, and expectation and hope and all these things are commingled in Advent. Christmas is the day those collide with the birth mm-hmm. of Jesus. And then there's this season of like, okay, now let's not just move on. Essentially right. like the, 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 exactly what the word means, epiphany, like, oh, a revelation has happened in Jesus. Like this, this, this God. Glory has been revealed. Yes. God has revealed himself in human flesh named Jesus. And so now we can kind of be expectant in that way of like, oh, like our eyes have been opened. What does mm-hmm. that mean that our eyes have been opened? How have our eyes been opened? How can we celebrate that? How can we mark that for 10, 12 days by being thankful of like, what a revelation? Mm-hmm. It's almost like a an afterglow. It's yeah. like an afterglow, <laughs> you know, leading up to the Feast of Epiphany that some people honor as well. And so I would say, yeah, that's a fun thing to think about it too, of why not do that? Why not step into that as a family? And that's t- when we think of the Advent calendar ourselves for our family, that's what we tend to do is like kind of Christmas, uh, December to like, the end of epiphany, which puts you usually in like the first or second week of January, you know? Um, and that, what's fun about that too, is that fall is a lot of times that's really natural with school breaks too, because you mm-hmm. don't go back until January 6th or whatever. So right. it's kind of a fun thing, but so yeah. Do you, 
Do you know, can you talk any about the feast? Because we've never done that. That'd be cool. Yeah. No, that's why I, mean. I think because we've always done it kind of in a light way, but I think it'd be fun to end this year with a really, really big day on the Feast of Epiphany in the church calendar. Blow it up. Blow it out. And what, what the Epiphany is usually celebrating, the correlation is when like the, the Magi or the three wise men kind mm-hmm. of, um, they're kind of, right. the, they're kind of the archetypes of Epiphany, mm-hmm. meaning like they came and honored Jesus for who he was before anyone else did, yeah. right? You know, when other people you know, weren't sure what was going on or who he was or didn't expect the Messiah to come as a baby. The wise men were these representatives of like, oh yeah, there is something special Mm -hmm. here. And that's kind of what the the spirit is. And so I think that'd be really fun. But because we're keeping these episodes short, I want to make sure we don't get cut off on on our other tier, which is now let's get practical. You talk. What what do we do in Advent? What's some of our favorite books? Yeah. You know, I know I could name them too, but what do we like to do? What do we like to read? How do we center that holiday? You know, everything from Christmas bucket list to favorite books, traditions, etc. Sure. Well, I think it's a little different every year, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and I think we get this question every year too. Yeah. But and I think the more we learn about, it, the more we like add or figure out yeah. what we like. So for me, you guys have heard me say every year it's my all-time favorite. I love Ann Voskamp's yeah. Advent book, The Greatest Gift. So I start that December first, and it goes till. Christmas Day, and I just, every year, it's so encouraging. It's what I do for my um, morning Bible time. I love it so, so much. It's hard for me to steer off and go to anything else. I do know that Tish Oxenreiter came out with one this year that looks awesome. It's so beautiful. Um, She reads Truth has an Advent one. I know that um, Paul Tripp has an Advent. Mm. That's really great. So those are some other ones if you're interested. And then as far as the kids, we... Ann Voskamp also has done different ones for kids. And there's one um, that you like, it looks like a big book that kind of has a hardcover and you open up and it's like a pop-up Christmas tree. And then Does you, that have an exact name? Um, well, it's all called The Greatest Gift, but there's like three different ones. There's one where it's just a really big book and you read. And I feel like that's really good for older kids, like, um, like 10, 11, 12. And then the pop-up one, you like... You have this little booklet and you read a little story every day. That one's called Unwrapping the Greatest Gift, Thank the pop-up you. one. And you put like little ornaments on this little pop-up tree. And um, my kids, we that is perfect for my kids. Um, it's really good for elementary age. I feel like it's just the right amount. And they love putting the little ornaments on. I, I miss labels. She has so many Christmas books. I know, she does. Unwrapping the Greatest Gift is like a kid version of the greatest gift so just like another devo has no interactiveness so i think that's the kind of long stories yep the wonder of the greatest gift is the interactive pop-up ornament one okay so that's the one i recommend for elementary kids the the wonder yeah we love the kids love Um, that with the ornaments they love that one and don't you just love how they fight over who gets to put what ornament (laughs) on it's just so yeah um and then ann also has which is just a side note I think if you go on her store, she has like this beautiful wooden advent that you can do. It's like a circle thing that you can put on your table oh, yeah. and you, it has a little manger Candle. with baby Jesus and you kind of move the candles um, and you light them each night. So she gifted us that last year and it's beautiful. So yes. we're going to do that. Um, And then also our friends, um, the Straubs just came out with yes. a advent storybook for kids too that would be awesome that's just like really simple sweet little stories really good i feel like for especially probably first through third grade 25 days of the christmas story so they kind of um pull it apart and stretch it out Mm -hmm. in a really fun way that kind of keeps a cool thread and arc throughout the whole december season for kids so that one is super sweet too yeah um why well talk about like 
I think how, you know, I think centering a meal is really helpful mm-hmm. um, or just like a space every day. It only has yes. to be like five minutes. Yeah. But we've noticed as long as we have it every day for only five minutes with the kids, mm-hmm. it does a really special thing. We'll talk about that. Yeah. So for us, we do so much around the table. I feel like it just makes sense because we have to eat. And so we tend to eat most of our meals together. So that's when we would read the Bible story. So yeah. for instance, we would do the pop-up book um, and it really is only like, I don't know, three minutes max to read the little story. So if I know we're going somewhere that night, we'll do it in the morning at breakfast or at lunch. Um, And if we're at home at night, then we'll read the story and do it then. Um, So yeah, I just feel like meals makes it easy because if you don't necessarily do it around meals, it can be really easy Mm -hmm. just to forget or, you know, December can be so busy with all the activities. And so um, if you can orient it around a meal time it's really easy and then the other thing that um i started last year you know how you see all the like advent things like um little boxes that you open or um like a banner that you can make you can make like a bucket list of items you want to do in december and write them on a little banner and hang it up there's so many different little fun crafty things you can do um last year i got a bunch of these little stockings and i hung them up on a ladder and then we did the lego advent Mm. and we like put them in each of the stockings so each day the kids would build a little lego um and then i wrote a little thing on some days like we're going to make Christmas cookies today. or So we kind of like to do the Advent, like spiritual, and then Advent as in like bucket list. These are some fun yeah. traditions that we love to do during Christmas time. Yeah. So um, this year, I love what Jessica Smart said about doing that together with her family. I feel like in years past, I've just done it. But this year, I'm really going to invite the kids in it yeah. and like come up with a little list for us to do. And I'm not going to do every day. I'm just going to do probably... I might just write a list and then we can choose whenever we're free that week of what to do. So that's kind of where I'm going this year. Hey guys, want to talk about a new sponsor. Uh, Been around for a couple months, but that's Jenny Kane. Man. Okay. First, let me just say softest, best material sweatshirts, blankets, everything that they've ever made in the entire world. Alyssa's obsessed with their their blanket. But okay, if you don't know um, Jenny Kane, basically their secret is to an effortless and elevated home and wardrobe is that they have timeless classics and they invite a lot of neutrals that focus on comfort without sacrificing the style. Um, so again, they believe in creating everyday pieces that are made to last forever. So high quality, polished basics and home pieces that will never go out of style from wardrobe essentials, everything to make your space feel like a home. Like I said, with a throw blanket that we absolutely love. Now, a couple of their signature pieces is they have the mule, which is in leather, suede, shirling, and more. It's the shoe that actually started it all for their brand and company. Then they have the Chelsea and Canyon boots. And then they have the fisherman and cocoon from cashmere to cotton, which are like these cozy sweaters to keep you warm well past winter. Now, again, we absolutely love them. Like we said, so warm, so cozy. Alyssa's obsessed. So we want you guys to find your forever pieces at JennyKane.com and you can get 20% off your first order when you use the code REAL at checkout. That's J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code REAL. Well, I think just talking about the spirit behind those two, I think, yeah, I think the first one is try to really craft and it's tough, we all know, but I think COVID actually does allow it this season. Try to craft a spirit of slowing down yeah. during Advent. And that really kind of is 90% of the legwork mm-hmm. of getting everyone in the family to that space, um, centering a meal, et cetera. Um, and, then, and then the second thing, the bucket list thing, I think, yeah, try to, you want, for us, we always want the most spiritual seasons or spiritual things we want our kids to remember 
to be also the most fun because I really believe mm-hmm. you just remember better when it was fun. It's a better memory. Yeah, it's just right. I want I want things to conjure up fond, gentle smiling memories when kids think about something that was really actually spiritually rich and deep. And so that's why it's always like, yeah, align stuff like that with parties, with feasting, with fun adventures, mm-hmm. with let, let the kids in on the bucket list. I think that's what you do so well is you really have, you ask them like, what do you guys want to do? What's fun? And they'll throw out crazy ideas. And so a lot of them are like, oh no, we can't even come close to doing that. But that was fun. Name another one. And then they name <laughs> one like, oh yeah, let's do that. You know? Um, and it's just super fun. We've, I think we've been noticing lately that the more you give the kids ownership, the more that they thrive. Yeah. Just even ownership of like opinion. Like, oh, what do you want to do? You mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're still the filter. But like, oh, that was a really fun idea. How can we make that kind of happen? Right. You know, or how can we? And then they like, they want to dress up more than for it or they want to do it more. They want to learn yeah. more about it. So. And I think you can, if you haven't listened to the one podcast I did with Jessica a few weeks ago, go back and listen to that. If you're a mom, I just feel like she gave such good reasoning of why to make memories of how to do it as a mom, that moms are, um, we have the blessing of creating a nest and creating memories to bring comfort and hope and encouragement to our family. And, um, and so, but I think you can also, she was talking about putting it in different categories, like spiritual, um, giving, like service things, and mm-hmm. then really fun things too. And so I really want, that's kind of why I want to do the bucket list with the kids this year. So I really want them to take ownership yes. of like, okay, who's a family that yes. might need something this year? How can we go about serving them? Yeah. Or um, I really want to like give them, teach them how to be generous and give this season too. Yeah. Well, yeah. And that's another thing I would say too, is it's... Um, it's a really good season to act like a team. Yeah. It has a mm. lot of natural part, whether it's serving people, love bombing them, mm-hmm. you know, donuts on their doorstep, whatever it is, but something that like, you know, neighbors, firefighters help. And I think also people need so much help this season that, that you just got to pay attention. I bet there'll be a lot of yeah. needs that arise and they don't always have to be financial, just, you know, support, encouragement, love, help, mm-hmm. um, you know, a listening ear, stuff like that. And so I think, yeah, letting the team and the kids in on that is also really always, always helpful. So yeah. What are you most looking forward to this Advent season? Oh man. I think it's just always so fun to make memories with the kids. I think it just, and I feel like they really come alive when it's interactive, hands-on type stuff. So, um, I love talking about the Lord and looking forward to like singing Christmas carols and, reading our Bible stories and like having the Christmas lights on and um, having Charlie bound Christmas in the background and having hot cocoa. Like those are the things I want my kids to remember. Um, But then I'm really excited. I really want to like love bomb somebody this year in a big, in a big way. Um, And then also I didn't, I saw this on Pinterest and I love it is somebody had collected 25 Christmas books or like winter books, children's books, and then wrapped each one up. Um, and they, the kids get to pick one out each night and read it. And then they just like storm away for the year and wrap them up again next year. Yep. So I just love that idea so much. Don't so, have to be Christmas themed. No, just all basically winter. Just book, yeah, just fun books every day. And and let's be honest too, like we don't we don't got money for that. You guys probably don't have money for that. What we do is there's there's tons of options. There's a re- like, for example, Maui is this really fun I- place where, uh, what, Maui Friends of the Library is mm-hmm. what it's called? Yeah. Where they're, it's basically used books that you sell that are 25 cents. So we But if you're to, homeschool, you get 25 exactly. books for so free. Exactly. So you actually get, you can get them all free if you live <laughs> in Maui. But if you've already gotten those, then $5 basically gets you the whole month <laughs> yeah. of, you know, five to six bucks. And so I think... Um, so we went there and yeah. I got like 11 books. And then when I, when we put all our Christmas tree stuff up, I've found like 
eight more books that were packed away. And then throughout the house, I've like found all these other totally. ones. So I'm like, these are perfect. So I have 25 you even now. Wrap library books I was too, just thinking that today. I'm like, library once books. Once you've read it, you can give it. Yeah. Well, you have 30 days yeah. to, so you could go on December 1st, yep. get your library yep. books and then, and then just return it and do it again next year. But, or you could ask um, family members to give a book. Yeah. Like that could be their Christmas book. Good I don't know. Goodwill has plenty of cheap kids books. There's so many. Yeah. yeah. So, um, I'm really excited about that this year. And I think that'll just make it really special. I agree. I agree. So what are you most excited about? The food. Oh, what's your favorite food for Christmas during uh, the season? Cause you're not really a sweet guy. No, probably just the, the, the meal, mashed potatoes, ham. <laughs> like I could, I'd live. I wish we could have that every night for the whole, I wish that was an advent meal, not just a Christmas day meal. Um, but you, you know what you love every Mint year? Mint hot cocoa. Mint hot cocoa is pretty bomb. Mint hot cocoa. Yeah. What do I love every year? The, um, Jeff always loves giving the neighbors like some goodie. Like one year he made yeah. them cutting boards and made his fresh bread. That was fun. We've done like our homemade pecans yep. and given that to them. And then repackaged some cookies someone gave us that we didn't want. So we wrapped them up, put a bow on them. <laughs> hey, you got to get creative. You got to get creative. <laughs> but you always make that a priority yeah, every year. I think it's really fun. Yeah. And just like a handful, like five neighbors. And we always give them like our little Christmas card. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's a fun way to be intentional with your neighbors is use the season to not feel like you're weirdly just showing up on their doorstep, which you should be able to do too. That just some people feel like that's bolder. So use the season. Just be like, hey, I got a Christmas gift for you. I just want to meet you. Say hi, you know. And we bring and now the we know kids along. Neighbors, but yeah, yeah. And it's that for like me, I'm really, I love our neighbors. But for a while, it was really hard to do that because I was just... Uh, more shy or whatever. More shy. You know, I'm yeah. so shy. And so it was really helpful for the kids. They're always, they, they kids are actually shy. good icebreakers because They're kids, kids are so breakers. cute and fun and everyone wants to see kids and yeah. Yeah. So use your kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but truly. So, but yeah, guys, I think that these are fun episodes. We wanted to make them fast. We wanted to make it so you can just, especially because we've noticed with podcasts too, people are still at home. And so you're not listening to a 40 minute episode. You're, you're just real quick, want to get the goods and you're not having a commute, et cetera. So when I think the really cool thing about these podcasts is it's not December yet. And so yes. you can Usually like, we record these in December because we forget. Yes. <laughs> so I've been really trying to prepare as much as I can. So when December hits, we can just kind of enjoy it and yeah. I can be fully present with the kids. I don't have to keep going shopping or wrapping exactly. or all that. And so if you still have time right now, I really encourage you to just take some time, prepare, be intentional, talk with your spouse, yeah. um, figure out some, maybe if you're not married, just write a list of things you want to do this season or gifts you want to get people. Try to work on that so you can really be present and really step into yes. Advent without the worry of all that we have to get done. Yes. Like just really being present and enjoying it. And if this year it's, you know, we're all of us are dealing with, anxiety and stress and unknown things so just give so much grace to yourself like really focus on what is top priority letting the little things go mm -hmm. and really stepping into the hope of the gospel the hope of jesus christ why he came and picking those few little things that you can do to really center yourself to keep your heart and mind set upon him um and to bring joy to others who can you bring encouragement to who can you send joy to this year it doesn't have to be something that you buy it could be a handmade card or a text or um a phone call a facetime just saying like i really love you i'm so thankful for you you know yeah. those really important things so. yeah i love that i love that so we appreciate you guys and we're stoked for you to listen and let us know and see on instagram to all of us going through this together and we hope you guys uh have a great advent see you next week <laughs> <laughs>